Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Look, real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can feel it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beats, balls, and life. Giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Shit, know what we stand on. Sound the ground when we land. Say it's no use. The culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah, revolving the art of Shaco. With it, keep it a beat. So the block don't miss it. Welcome. To the city stand up. J.J. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paste better. The fix is in and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they speak. So tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they seek. So tell me whose face do they seek? Yes, sir. You're now tuned into The Fix. Your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. Right here on Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. It's your boy, DJ Focus, checking in. And it's your girl, Dice Gamble, checking in. Wake up, wake up. Yeah, we back. <laughs> I was Monday. waiting on you. I was like... Now wake up. I'm, hey, listen, I'm trying to wake up. I'm trying, you know, just trying to get everything together, trying to get my cappuccino and all that oh. stuff I can't drink uh, together, you know, just trying to get woke right. up, you know. Right, right. You know. I'm over here on my smoothie, so, you know. It's yeah. not. It's not like. It's not like my 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 cappuccino, as I call it, uh, my coffee. Yeah. Because I like yeah, I that know. cream with that little. That's like too much that sugar. Br- the creamer. I know. I know. It's too much. The I caramel macchiato brown. Starbucks one. That's the junk. I like the uh, brown oat milk. Um, the brown oat milk iced coffee from uh, Starbucks. Starbucks. That's the one I like. Yeah. Yeah. And shout yeah, out to Starbucks like. for making a uh, plant based creamer. Really, like, and it's good. Yeah, and it don't hurt your stomach. Your stomach won't do the fruity loop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful uh, Dice is so adventurous because I wouldn't try half this stuff that's plant-based. <laughs> I, I don't... Who plants and what plants is the... I'm still trying to figure Who's out what, what the, this this <laughs> in, 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 incredible... No, I didn't call it incredible. Invincible uh, burger. What is it called? Uh, impossible burger? You got an impossible burger. burger. You yeah, have what, a what Beyond it? Burger. Yeah, it's plants. But here's... The, okay, so... So I worked at Burger King. It's a fun fact, and I know we got to make this fast. Uh, Burger King has um, like a, a soybean based, uh, you know, up in the burger. They always have. And then uh, McDonald's had like seaweed. And so I learned that from working there. You know what I'm saying? And if you ever look at a burger and like a, anyways, long story short, people have been putting plant based uh, additives and things like that in foods for a long time. For those of you who love protein, think about the animal that you love to eat the most and then think about what that animal eats because we're always stuck on, oh, I need more protein, I need more protein, but protein comes from plants. It doesn't come from animals. Those of you who you getting that grass fed cow, that nice, delicious, uh, you know, piece of, uh, you know, steak, it's delicious because the cow is eating grass. That chicken, that's succulent, delicious, especially when you like it fried, all of you, y'all love that chicken. The the chicken is eating feed. It's not eating another chicken. It's eating plants. So that's what I'm saying. Like, we love what we love, but it's like the things that, you know, the animals that people love to eat, those animals, they're eating plants because all protein comes from plants. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk about that one day. But yeah, that's just that's just the facts, you know. So the adventures of dice eating all <laughs> of the plant based substances that I probably will never try. So it's it's okay. But I, <laughs> I, I appreciate you you taking care of that business for me, dice. Shouts out to Dice Gamble, Healthy USA. Healthy. <laughs> Once again, you're tuning into The Fix, and of course, our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music. That keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. Listen, we got another fun pack show for you again today. Mm-hmm. Dice, you go get one of your super friends on with us today on uh, Spiritual Detox, right? You, are, you already know. The Brian Nathan, and some of you follow uh, The Brian Nathan. He's an artist, a producer, a composer. Uh, he's actually a, um, a director of an ensemble. And uh, shout out to uh, Nashville, Tennessee, because that's who he's representing. We have an amazing uh, spiritual detox with him today where we're going to learn like some important information and just how he has become a part of history. 
So he, he created something fantastic. And you guys got to stay tuned to hear all about it. That real real gonna be off the hook too as well. Show up and show out for Jesus, huh? Show up That's and show Jesus. out. Do it. Why people? Why people ain't showing up and showing up the right way? Why? Why? Why are we? Why are we still stuck? Not me. I show up every day, bright and early, and totally showing out. Um, I don't know. We're gonna talk about it though. I, you know, I think it could be a couple things. Maybe just uh, a lack of hope or laziness, or maybe people aren't eating their vegetables. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Um, no, it's just it's time. It's time. It's time. The window is open. It's your season. It's time to show up. It's time to show out. And so if you don't know how to do it, we're going to talk about how to do it today. So That's text good. somebody, text them, tweet them, let them know. The fix is in and they're on one again. Listen, let's get into this music. We got all type of new music coming up for y'all today. Uh, so turn your radios up now. Come on, wake up, wake up with us. Uh, keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. New videos, music, articles, devos, and more. Stay connected. Get the app now so you don't miss a thing. Visit holyculture.net. All right, and we are back. You are tuned into the Fix Your Source for Faith Infused Hip Hop, R&B, and Poetry right here on Sirius XM Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. And we have an amazing uh, person here today on our Spiritual Detox segment. Uh, he is a wonderful artist, producer, composer, uh, director, uh, business mogul, just you name it. And we, we're going to dive deep into everything that he has going on right now but uh with hey no further delay let me introduce to you mr brian nathan listen man welcome welcome to the fix oh man what's going on with you listen uh we the, you you kind of caught us out 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 you know from the corner because we're typically following just hardcore uh chh artists and things like that we do follow gospel artists um but you're like you're like a hodgepodge of everything. So I, I was like, man, we got to get you on here because you're making a lot of noise right now um, in the world. And I, and we definitely wanted to share you with our audience on here. So um, first, since this is our spiritual detox segment, can you give us a little bit about your uh, faith journey, like your your background, like how you really, uh, you know, came to know the Lord? Yeah, so um, I'm originally from Birmingham, Alabama. And so both of my parents... Um, grew up in the faith that has been really an intriguing part of like my life my life's journey in general um we went to church every sunday we attended every bible study um every choir event i mean faith the the faith around was just really a part of of my family we prayed every morning before we would leave for school and go to work so it really just seeing my parents um model that that journey and them guiding us um through through their um wisdom and even just our family that really was um a part of of how i got to know the lord because i saw them not even just at church exemplify that walk with christ but i saw them do that at home Mm. and that was so important um so important to me, um, my twin sister, my, my older brother. Um, so it really, that really just stuck with me. And so as I got older, I moved to Nashville and I was finally like up here by myself. I had to really dive deep, deep into like knowing the Lord and even, even just that's been a part just of how I am as a husband now, mm-hmm. one day hopefully to be a father. Um, so it's just, just seeing a walk of Christ and all the good things of Christ, I try to exemplify that through everything that I do, even outside of church, just in how I work with, with different clients, different artists. I try to exemplify that in, in many ways. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, thanks for sharing that. Um, a couple of things kind of stood out to me with that. You got a twin? <laughs> Wait, I have a twin sister. Yes, huh? my lovely twin sister, uh, Brittany C., um, that is her her name, and well, really, Brittany C. Marzette. She's married now. And the fun fact is, my mom has an identical twin. What? Yeah. So hey, and, y'all just uh, this is what y'all do. We just making twins. Wow, an identical twin. Have you ever mistaken your aunt for your mama? And when we were when we were kids, for <laughs> like the probably the first ten years of life. It, it, because they would wear their hair the same, uh-uh. their voice, the timbre of their voice is exactly the same. So 
it got to a point where we had to start calling my mom. When my mom like dyed her hair a different color, we were able to identify that's mama. <laughs> and then our auntie, we call her mommy. Mommy, that's cute. Yeah, we still call her mommy to this day. So that's so cute. Yeah, two moms growing up. That was that is a, that's <laughs> awesome, man. Did you have it? Were there any uh, separation issues when you moved away from your twin? Did she, you feel any type of way? Yes. Because um, we went to undergrad together at Alabama A&M University in Huntsville, Alabama. So everything, my parents had us, like, we were a part of everything together. Our first Mm -hmm. car was, we had to share that together. Um, When I was in the marching band, as drum major, she was a dance girl. Um, We we were in a choir church together. We were performing (laughs) at home together. I mean, everything we did was together. together, Yeah. Dressed us us up together. So, um, when I moved away, that was hard for mm. me because now I felt like peace of me was left back at home. Because um, it's it's a it's a different synergy mm-hmm. being a twin that I can't explain. But mm-hmm. yeah. that's pretty cool, man. Listen, uh, you so you brought up your wife. So we saw the supermodel online, yeah, and she's cute. So first of all. I don't know how you did that. I mean, God bless you. You you must have snuck in there when he was passing out blessings, and you just you did the Chinese cuts. You know, you jump in front of somebody. I take one. <laughs> like, yeah, no, you, yeah, yeah. Congratulations on it, because you guys are, you know, y'all ain't been married but a couple years, if that. Y'all are very young um, in Thank your marriage. You. Yeah, we'll be celebrating uh, two years in October. Um, yeah, two years in October. Wow, congratulations! So, what have you learned so far? What's different concerning what your idea of what it means to be a man of God who is the head of a household now? You know, like that's a different type of uh, level of responsibility. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, kind of like what what has God really shown you through that? Ooh, he's revealed a lot about myself because um, it's like the lens. It's like you being being married. It has like revealed, it's like, it's almost like a, a mirror, a big mm-hmm. mirror of yourself. And you have someone that's with you that really loves you, that's able to commune with you and to, to openly communicate with you. Hey, this is bothering me. This, this is, this is what works. Um, I, I'm not feeling this. Or, and the, the thing about being a man is like putting your pride aside. And so that has been a big thing for me. And, you know, you really love someone you're, you're willing to change and Mm -hmm. modify and like, Hey, I am possibly doing this or I am doing this. And so let me, let me gather and, and kind of like refocus on what that is. So I've been, it's been very, very um, beautiful for me. Um, just to, to have my ride or die with me. Like she's, she's an amazing woman. Um, her constantly, you know, her prayer, her grace, very gracious. Jesus, it's the mm. balance that I needed. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm just super thankful for, uh, for her. But it's, it's been a, it's been a, a cool journey of just, um, of learning mm-hmm. and open communicating and just really, really like God. I really need you to, to guide me in, in leading my family. Like I can't do this on my own logic. Mm-hmm. If I do it on my own logic, it's gonna crumble. So That's, I love it. No, I listen, listen, and shout out, shout out to your lady because I know she's out here handling her business too. We'll have to have her on here one day. Yeah. But today's today, today's your day. Yeah. So uh, listen, uh, all right. Well, give us a little background. I mean, I know you talked about your family and you being involved in things in musical things, but your your uh, artistry and everything is it's at a totally different level right now. So. Like, when did you know, hey, now this is something that I'm really good at, you know, like, and this is, I think God is calling me in this direction. It was high school to believe, to like that really, where it was like, it's that, mm. and it was, it was exactly to be, it was my choir teacher, Miss mm. Myrna Ross. She will always be a, a part of um, my story. She was literally a gift from God because Prior to that, I was in the band, um, and that was my comfort zone. I, I didn't start singing or let people know that I could sing until I got in probably high school. Um, it, it was just a lot of just things that I just was not securing with myself. 
Mm-hmm. And so it was high school. Um, she kept trying to get me to be in the choir from freshman year. I finally got in the choir my senior year. And that year was like the big thing for me. Um, mm-hmm. I was in her, I was in her homeroom and then I was also in the choir as well. And so I began to start playing the piano. I had kind of played the piano before then, but I really just started leaning into it, making up songs or finding songs that, that everybody loved and people would skip class and come try to jam pack in the, in um, the classroom uh, to just be a part of that whole community, that whole, that whole process. And then it even got to the point where I would skip class. I, now I would do my work. I'm not coming. I'm not telling anybody. Uh, skip okay. Class. Okay. Okay. Passing student. Uh-huh. I did my work, you know, A's and B's, no D's and L's. So do your work, but I would do my work and then I would skip class and I would go and shoot music videos during in the school, like in different areas. I had, I would get the video editors from the business technology class, mm-hmm. a couple of friends, shoot the videos, and then I would sell them on DVDs. Nice. And that was my that was my grind. <laughs> that was my grind in high school. <laughs> then after I got so many like projects, then I put a compilation of DVD together. Okay. And so that was my grind. And it was it was then that I I really I was like, I I'm this is for me because I really felt fulfilled in bringing joy and bringing um, laughter mm-hmm. just seeing people smile and, and bringing hope to a lot of people that were mm. wow Listen, shout, out, shout out to all the high school teachers especially and the music teachers my well they okay. <laughs> them. It's, it, they they are the reason why a lot of people do what they do Mm. They teach people how to communicate. They teach people how to love. Mm-mm-mm. I love it. I love it. Well, listen, you guys uh, hang in there. Listen, we got to go to a quick, quick break. We are hanging out with uh, the Brian Nathan. And uh, we're going to definitely dive into everything that he has going on now. So you guys uh, just keep it locked right here. You're tuned into The Fix and The Fix is in. And we're back. You're tuned into The Fix. It's your girl, Dice Gamble. And you, listen, you and I have been hanging out with Brian Nathan. And I just want to make sure, like, if you guys missed it, please go to the app, rewind, or tomorrow, jump in at holyculture.net for the replay. But Brian, let's get, let's get back into this now. Um, go ahead and loop us into everything you have going on right now. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Um, Recently, uh, see, so I teach at Belmont. Um, I'm an adjunct professor at Belmont currently here in Nashville, Tennessee. And I am over the R&B and gospel commercial music ensemble. And this particular ensemble consists of, it's an all-female um, vocal ensemble. And then we they're supported by a full band, in-house band. And so on the last, um, of course, we end in the spring semester. So on the last day of school, I um, was talking to the ladies because uh, I had told, you know, the band that they could they could chill out. They're, they're through. I uh, was telling the ladies about this song that really, um, that was really impactful um, to me growing up and how it blessed me. And I had an arrangement that I just did right then and there on the spot and talked to them in like maybe 10 to 15 minutes. And I was just telling them about the essence of how we communicate music through the, through the way we sing it, through the way we feel the lyrics and the way we connect with what the message is. And I recorded it and just posted the clip online on my social media platform. And it went viral. It went viral and that it was it it was one of those like unexpected kind of things, honestly. Like I was blown away. Cause I think we had just my wife and I, we were heading to Memphis <laughs> to see Jill Scott. And I just in a matter of like oh three or four days, it just went crazy. And so a lot of people were requesting, hey, can we hear the full arrangement? Cause of course. I didn't put the full arrangement online. Mm-hmm. Um, they kept asking, you know, where can we download? I looked for it. I don't see it. And so when we got back, now, mind you, this is leading into the end of the school year. So the ladies, 
are really doing their finals. And so I just text some of the ladies and say, hey, y'all, if you are available, let's head over to the studio here, get an address. My wife, who was previously the um, director of that ensemble, she takes some of the previous the alums of that group that was under her uh, tutelage hmm. has invited them. And so we connected. It was one big community. Um, we just talked about, you know, just kind of like catching up with life and learning the song. And, I, you know, I hit up one of my homies that plays the piano, um, Alan. He came through and cut the music and we did everything in probably about an hour. Wow. About an hour. It was it was so special just to to feel the the presence of God just moving through each lady, through mm-hmm. the engineer, through Alan, through through my team that was there. It, it was really powerful. It's one of those moments when you get through singing, you just kind of like quiet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you just let in that moment um just soak in. And so I knew it was something special because I I, I remember how heavy the presence of God was and I just was I couldn't wait to for people to experience that and so um, I released um, a perfect sacrifice um, this past Sunday which was June 4th Sunday June 4th is currently now on all streaming platforms but I do want to make note that I did not pin the lyrics um, it was actual, actually Mr. V. Michael McKay, a black composer who mm-hmm. is still living, a black gospel composer. He used to come to my church in Birmingham and he would do, um, he was a part of this thing called the Church Music Workshop. And I believe it was called also the Gospel Music Workshop as well. Mm-hmm. He would come and just give, you know, it was different composers. They would come and share their music and people would sing music that had never been heard of. And that particular song, I remember as a child. I don't know how I remember it. I mean, I was probably like six or seven. Mm. Even the piano, like I, I don't even know how I remember just all of that. I, I just, it was I, obviously it was God because it was not by my own might. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just stuck with me. And so um, I talked to him maybe like two weeks, two weeks before the release, and. God, man, that man is so full of wisdom and and just to hear his blessings and to hear how he was moved just by the arrangement that that was just that was that was powerful and just life changing to me. So Mm -hmm. that 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 is that's what's going on right now, um, at least with that, that unexpected (laughs) blessing, as I call it. Wow, that's uh, <laughs> hmm. That definitely has to be God. Um, but of whom you speak, uh, for those of you who are like, who is V. Michael McKay? Um, I think every church across the world probably sings a song that he either wrote. Um, he's a speaker, a writer, an author, a conductor. Uh, you, you name it. Um, as far as ministry goes, he's a two-time Dove Award winner, a 2000 inductee into the Gospel Hall of Fame, uh, working with artists like Yolanda Adams, Tremaine Hawkins, Albertina Walker. We, we can just go on and on about his music publishing. Um, and then, yeah, like you were talking about the Southern Baptist, um, all, all, all of that. Like he's just, um, he is like gospel industry foundation you know what i mean so um he studied music at both southern university baton rouge louisiana texas southern um just somebody who we we need we we needed and didn't even know we needed so the fact that you had an opportunity to even speak with him and and do this project it's amazing and definitely a, a gift from god you know what i mean so and i know he definitely had a lot of wisdom for you i can only imagine uh what that conversation was like um okay listen that that's some great inspiration there so what what's next for you because i know this is just the beginning <laughs> Yeah, so yes. um, I know, right? <laughs> it, it, yeah, life has kind of changed in the past like five months, honestly, or six, or mm-hmm. really a year. But um, I, I'm I am a not only am I I am an artist, but I'm also a music producer, and I I worked with I worked with people both on the R and B pop side and also on the uh, gospel side mm-hmm. as well. 
And so, like, I have a couple of projects that I'm working with um, with some dope artists and writers that will be out later this year. Um, I'm I'm super proud to uh, be able to work with them. Phenomenal people, phenomenal people. Um, and then I'm also working on my own um, album that I'm hoping to put out by the end of the year. Um, and so, yeah, it's pretty pretty fun i love it you ain't name dropping i, I was waiting on y'all i was like are we are we getting an exclusive is there anybody oh, that yeah, we know no. <laughs> like nah, i gotta keep it all to myself um <laughs> that's cool but listen uh tell uh tell everyone about uh the business side of what you do though because uh you did say you had a creative artist agency or or something like that so can you sure. share with everybody what yeah that uh, is. so i have um i started my own creative agency um, it's called Buy My Culture. It manages all of the endeavors and things that I do, but it also is a is an opportunity and creative agency for other independent artists, writers, creators that need support. Um, I, it was a thing that I ran into probably in my high school years where it was like, man, I really know I have the work ethic, I have talent, the drive, but I don't have the resources. And one of one of the things that I prayed to God, I was like, God, if you allow me to get to this point where I'm able to like things that I've aspired and dreamed of, I promise and I vow to share that with other people. Hmm. And that opportunity was through um, me moving here in Nashville me going to grad school at MTSU, studying, getting my master's there, and connecting with people, learning the the trade of the industry, learning, just being connected and things like that. And so now I'm using not only as my, as, as my, by my culture is not only as a company that just manages all my endeavors, but it will also be for, for, for my team to connect with other creators mm-hmm. and allow them to dream big, work with them, budget out their projects, connect them with the right musicians, players, whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, and have a quality product that they're proud about. And and also letting them know about many ways of marketing and, and putting their project out there, which is super important. I love that. Listen, um, I have one question uh, before you go. Um, what Where does that passion come from? Because you you haven't limited yourself to just doing Christian music, you know, like, um, and I think we all know if you're born and raised in a church, there's this taboo, there's this idea that you, you know what I'm saying, that maybe you should just be doing one thing, you know, and that's all things Jesus, 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 Jesus. So like, like how, how did you come to this conclusion? Like, yeah, no, I need to, I need to provide services for, for, for different people. You know, I need to share my gift in different areas. It's, you know, like where, when did you get that revelation? That's a great question. So it was more, it was more so through experience and through, through frustrations and through, through my own um, mishaps that I've, I've always had that passion of, of, of creating and doing music but I also realized that what I do doesn't necessarily define me but the purpose that I fulfill is super important and I realized that through what I was doing through what I am doing my purpose is being fulfilled by because when I work with, with other people yes I'm putting out music and we're having a good time but these the conversation and the ministry that's being able to be held through through the time of the creative process is important like god knows the things that the conversations that comes up come up where people are going through things Mm -hmm. they don't know how to deal with it um just all of those things and so me being able to be a christian that's that's grounded in my faith in a in an industry that can be kind of chaotic in many ways for people I think it's important to have people like myself planning in in both friends because not I'm not only just wanting to just do one thing. I realize that I need to be poured into myself, mm-hmm. so I I still need to be receiving the word. I still need to be going to church daily. I still need to be just like all of those things that are of God. I still need that, so I'm able to share that to people that may not be in the space that I'm in. 
Mm-hmm. So that that passion for music is really fueled by the passion for purpose. And <laughs> I'm I'm really really dedicated to ensuring that I'm fulfilling my purpose. I love it. Listen, you guys have been uh hearing the story of Brian Nathan and listen please make sure you're following him on all his social media platforms and B if you can like introduce whatever uh whatever song we're gonna play because we're definitely gonna play some music after this interview cool um you play a perfect sacrifice um that's put out by Brian Nathan and there you have it you're tuned into the fix and the fix is in Holy Culture Radio is operated by the CoreLink Solution, a 501c ministry dedicated to empowering people to reach their potential. If you feel led to contribute to this mission, visit www.holyculture.net slash donations. Welcome back. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix, your source for faith infused hip hop, R&B and poetry. And it's about to get real in these streets. And uh, ooh, we Dice, you got one for him today, don't you, huh? Yeah, we're going to get into it. Um, you know, you gave it a, a nice little title to show up and show out. Uh, I like that saying a lot. Uh, I, to me, that's my personality a thousand percent, but let's be real focus on the average, um, day. A regular person doesn't think that way. They're just showing up and they're just going through their life. They're not showing up to give anything. They're not showing up with the expectation to receive anything. They're not showing up as the best version of them. They're just literally just trying to make it you know like in their mind that's where they are that's kind of where they sit you know hey just be glad i'm here just be glad i made it you know just be glad you know so i wanted to talk about this a little bit because we have a lot of haters i i I guess i gotta come out the gate like that oh we oh we not the haters no we got them haters like and it's unfortunate we have a lot of haters we have a lot of people who and this is just for me and maybe just because of the platforms that we're on now, they're reaching back. So they didn't want to talk to me before. Now you're trying to find me. And it's unfortunate, but I want to talk about really being present every single day, using everything God gave you every single day, expecting God to bless you in every single way. Like it, like your mentality when you actually are awakened by God, what are you thinking? You know, how are you showing up? You know, and to your title point, are you showing out? You know, whether it's your prayer life, whether it's your exaltations, because I do know some people who just get up and they just start going in with the prayer, you know, all of their expectations and what they're believing God for and what how their day wants to go. But as we all know, people are blessed through people. You know, God blesses us. But when we're here on earth, there's an expectation that we're going to fellowship, that we're going to provide for each other, that we're going to love each other, that we're going to care for each other. And how you show up determines how your life is going to go. How you treat people determines how your life is going to go. How you act when you're in a room around people you never met, somebody who probably got your check is going to determine how your life is going to go. So it's like you really kind of need to have that mindset. You know, Bible talks about I renew my mind daily. You know, you should be renewing your mind daily with a fresh expectation that God is going to do what God does. But a lot of people don't think like that. So a lot of people miss their blessings. So they'll try to eat somebody else's cake when they see other people going to get cake. They're oh, wait a minute, you getting cake? I want to eat your cake. You can't have my cake. And y'all know how I feel about cake. Can't have my cake. Please don't get your hand cut off trying to bite my cake. So it's Talk like about that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you go, go past that, no, you said something. I, I don't want what? you to go past that. Okay. What? what why? And I think this is uh, uh, no, I think this is a little bit of everywhere, and, and and a lot of times it's within the church. Why mm. do we want to take somebody else's blessing or feel like we we? I struggle with this dice. That's why I didn't want you to go past it because I don't understand. Your anointing dice that God gave you is your anointing. I can't take that. Why? I, I don't even know why people think that, I, you know, what you had to go through life lessons. You had to go through trials. God had to show you different revelations to get you to that place. Why do people feel like I can just take what I know God has blessed you with just because I want to be blessed like you? And then that's the other thing. Why am I looking to be blessed like you? Why can I? receive the blessings that God wants to give me. Like I struggle with this. I don't understand why people 
are caught up on other people instead of being the best version of you. Uh, so I said, they got to show up, you know, um, you got to show up. You got to show up as the full version of you to get your blessings. You know what I mean? Like that's, it's, it's so crazy because I think you and I both know we interview enough people that have amazing gifts, talents, or skills. And the first thing they do is they talk about how God has shown them who they were, you know, and now they show up as who they are without even thinking about it. They just walk in it. And it that's how they're blessed. They don't want nothing from us. They, I ain't, ain't nobody come on the show yet and asked us for $10. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't even like that. So... I'm just trying to share the message of what God has for you is for you, but you still have to show up. You know, faith without works is dead. That's the Bible. It's a, it's, it's a thousand percent. You can believe what you want to believe. It's actually a universal principle. It's a biblical principle, but it's a universal principle. That's why people who believe in the universe use it and it works. God has created some things that just work gravity works please go jump outside and see if you can go all the way up to space you can't but if you go to space to a certain extent you're gonna float away there are rules to this planet you know what i'm saying like it's just rules to this as people say as people say there's just rules to the game it's rules to the game but when you show up and you work what god has given you to work you're blessed because you worked what God has given you to work. But there are thieves. The Bible is very clear about thieves. Thieves, they're everywhere. They're in the temple. Thieves exist. It's a real thing in the church. It's a real thing in your life. It's a real thing in a relationship. And I don't mean just people stealing, um, you know, your diamond ring. I mean, people stealing ideas, people stealing your money, people stealing your, you know, your time. So you can't go get your blessing. You know what I mean? That's why it's important to be led of the spirit. So we're not in the wrong place at the wrong time. We're working what God gave us to work. And this is just a key to get your stuff. You know what I mean? Like people could be blessed. So many people could be blessed, but they just, they're picking to not show up as their full self you know giving their all regardless of what they think they're going to get back and i think that's the dividing line with people like uh i think you and i both know we give our blood to this you know that's not about a dollar you know like we want every dollar but it's not about that's not the initial reason you know it's like no 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 no. i'm gonna use what god gave me to do what god has called me to do and i'm gonna do it regardless of the world falling apart the world can fall fall apart or the world's gonna fall apart anyway but I still have to show up and I got to show out and be me. And so as soon as people, other people who don't do that, as soon as they get that, they will be blessed. But it's just sad because there's a laziness that exists. There's an envy that exists. There's a jealousy that exists. And it's like you wouldn't be envious or jealous or broke if you would just get up in the morning and go do what God called you to do fully without an attitude. So I just wanted to talk about it because it's frustrating. It's like, it's like, man, you, you can have what I have and way more if you would just go do something. So it's like you are blocking your blessing, you, your thought, whatever the enemy has told you, whatever somebody when you was five said about you, you know what I'm saying? What your mama, daddy said, you know, it's like you stuck on issues that happened 20, 30 years ago. Somebody locked you in the closet. You ain't got over it. Are you serious? So. I'm just saying, I just truly know for a fact the enemy holds a lot of people back from fully showing up. Sometimes it's just about being in a room. You know, we do this. Sometimes it's like the hookup ain't about, look, we ain't prayed or fasted or sowed no seed. It's just like we got up and got in the room and God was like, okay, now that you're here, you know what I'm saying? Somebody got your money. Uh-huh. But because you're here, now you can get your money. You just you just had to show up to show me that you believe that I called you to this event so it's like it's just the e- it's so easy now you and I just walk in it but a lot of people don't you know they just don't they I don't know why either you know it's 100% I just have some guesses of why they don't do it like I said laziness you know fear you know I don't know I what think some thought? of it, I think some of it is their prayer life too as well because because you said <clears> some <throat> things that I agree with 100% we are able to walk in the room and I promise you, there's there's so many rooms I've walked into and I had no idea when I came out that room, I made that connection. I was mm-hmm. able to interview such and such. I was able to get a sponsor to come on board or whatever it may be. I had no idea. When I walked into the room, I was ready, though. I was prepared. 
Mm-hmm. I, I know I know what God had told me to do. I know God had told me to walk into these rooms. I know mm-hmm. I had been praying to walk mm-hmm. in these rooms. So I think some of it might be because of, I know we said we talked about laziness a little bit, but I think some of it is out of tune with hearing from God correctly. Are you praying mm-hmm. every day? Do you have your list or, or, or your prayer requests, petitions that you're, you're giving to God and asking him to open these doors? Mm-hmm. Are you asking for in, in these areas that you feel like, okay, maybe I am watching what you know this group is doing over here this artist this producer this is uh pastor this uh outreach worker is doing over here but you know are you praying about god show me what you want me to do connect mm-hmm. me with the people you want me to be connected with to do everything you have called me to do to walk in my purpose so i think uh i think a lot of people are not praying properly they're mm-hmm. just going you're right going through the motion of not being able to hear clearly from God and even mm-hmm. the enemy will talk to you too. So yeah, let's be very clear. The enemy w- will suggest some things and get you mm-hmm. out of purpose because you, mm-hmm. you're around there trying to take somebody else's, um, mm-hmm. you know, vision or, 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 or whatever it may be instead of getting your own vision, your own plan and working that. So yeah, you have to be careful with that, but it still goes mm-hmm. back to prayer. I think if your prayer life is not right, Mm-hmm. This is when you get all this conf- confusion, as I said, because it's a lot of confusion right now, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of stuff that I just don't understand. I got questions, guys. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand either. Um, <laughs> I just, uh, <laughs> I, it, it's it, like you said, your prayer life. Um, you know somebody who's been talking to God as soon as you meet them. Yes, I. Agree. You just know. Like, man, I know you was talking to God like five minutes ago, uh, two minutes ago, two hours ago. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's just something about being in communication with God that allows people to walk in their full power. Like, they don't walk in fear at all um, because they know who they are and they know whose they are, you know, and they know what, you know, what they're called to. Um, I knew I was called to music a long time ago. And back in, like, I'll say the 1990s. I worked at Keith Sweat's club slash restaurant called The Industry. I worked there very humbly. I mean, sometimes I would walk there, like literally, because I didn't have any money. I was just waiting tables. And I was like, this is before I was in Christian music. And I was like, man, God, I know I'm supposed to be here. I know I'm supposed to be here. It was very humbling and embarrassing at times to just, like all I had was my uniform for the most part. Like we had to have a uniform. And, um, but one day I got invited to the white party you know Keith so keep sweat throws parties and for those of you who know Keith sweat or even if you watch the verses this man is he's too much fun you know what i mean and uh but he was always accommodating to the people who worked in his restaurant like yeah come on and it back in the day you could just mingle with all of the artists and because i knew i was where i was supposed to be regardless if i was waiting tables or regardless of if i was broke I knew everybody in the industry. Like a lot, of, a lot, a lot of people that I know right now is just simply because I was actually waiting tables. But what they didn't know is a friend of mine was a photographer. His name was Vern, and he was cool with people who had clothes because he was always filming models. So one day I said, "Hey man, I, I keep getting invited to these parties. I don't have nothing to wear." And he was like, "I got you. I'm gonna go. We're gonna borrow some clothes. We're gonna go borrow some clothes. You know." So. uh man we would go and he would hook me up with people who had clothes for models and i would wear their clothes at my job at night because the rest or the bar was in the basement and i would just show up like a regular superstar just show up and be in the room and that's how i made honestly probably 50 percent of my connections in the industry was just showing up get in the room don't be afraid they don't need to know you borrowed a dress you know they don't need to know you borrowed the shoes Go, you know, you know what I'm saying? Show up like you're supposed to be there in full confidence and don't be afraid to run up on people and say, Hey, hi, my name is Dice. I will, you know, I would really love the blah, 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 blah. So, I mean, that's just one of my many stories of just like, you got to show up. You got to show up regardless of what your bank account look like, regardless of where you live at, you know, regardless of the trouble that's going on in your life. You got to show up. And when you get in the room, you got to show out. Cause you're only gonna get about 15 minutes. <laughs> Facts. 15 minutes. <clears throat> Let's DJ focus. Dice gamble. We got to go to a quick break. We coming right back with some more from this real talk conversation. Show up and show out. Keep it locked. You tuned into the fix. And the fix is in. Welcome back. Welcome back. DJ focus. Dice gamble. You tap back into the fix. Your source of faith infused 
hip-hop r&b and poetry in the middle of this real real today dice show up and show out huh they ain't yeah, showing show up they ain't showing out <laughs> ain't doing another one ain't doing that one <laughs> you're gonna have to at least pick one of these you know what i mean uh i would suggest the show up part first and um you, you know you said uh we definitely got to put some bible on it and i i agree I agree a thousand percent. And these are scriptures that we've, we go over these all the time. I just don't understand why people don't believe God. Like this is my, uh, you know, Mary, Mary moment of you don't love God. You don't love God. <laughs> you know what What's, What's wrong, wrong with, with you? you? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Like God has so much for us. Uh, second Timothy one and seven for God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and of self-control or sound mind i like self-control for this show up and show out topic because you do control your thoughts please don't let the enemy you know uh, control your thoughts like you get to control your thoughts using the word of god i say show up you know even if you're afraid to be in front of an audience in front of a crowd which a lot of people are get a business card you ain't gotta do too much talking hi my name is this is what i do I would love to have you stop by and see what we do. If you got any questions, here's my phone number. Matter of fact, scan this barcode and you can see what we do right now online. Mm-hmm. Okay, nice to meet you. You know, what's your name? You know, okay, like, like it's it's easy. You ain't got to talk to people for a long time. But um, anyway, um, Jeremiah 17 and 7 says, But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him meaning God like you don't need to walk into a room like you know everything like you know how to do everything because guess what you're not gonna know probably anything when you're starting something new or when you're uh, connecting with new people but you need to trust in God who knows everything and that's the confidence that you walk in so when you do have a relationship with God and when you are talking to God when you are in your prayer uh, life like a hundred percent then you can walk in confidently because you know that God sees everybody in the room. God knows where all your blessings are in the room. And so you're trusting the Lord with that one, you know, and, um, you know, just thinking that it's never going to happen for you. It is for the people who think it's never going to happen. Philippians one and six says, be confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it out until completion until the day of Christ Jesus. So if God says something's going to happen for you, it's going to happen. But you have to trust that, not be afraid. And I get upset when things don't go your way. You have to be like, nah, God, you said it. I believe it. And that's it. That is absolutely it. So um, God is our helper. And we need to lean on the Lord a lot better in order to show up and show out. And I think people are sitting in their own self um, accomplishments or or lack thereof, you know. And they think that's the thing that's going to get them their next blessing. And it's not. It's going to be all God. It's going to be all God. So uh, next time you're out and you feel like you're led to be in a place, ask yourself, how am I showing up? Am I communicating? If they don't look like me, am I afraid of that? You know, who? how many people did I speak to before, before I left the actual event? Like you need to get that in your mind when you walk in there. Now I'm going to communicate with 10 people before I leave. I'm leaving with five phone numbers. They are all leaving with my phone number. I'm going to at least know their name. For those of you who don't remember names, a nice little tip to remember people's names is you look them in their face and you pick something on their face that reminds you of something. So it's like if they have blue eyes, you just remember, you know, if their name is Sean, you know, you call them uh, Blue Sean in your mind, you know, to help you remember to connect. So it's like, you know, uh, your memory may be fading, but trust me, listen, God can strengthen that memory. But you're going to have to like walk past all your fears to get all of your blessings. And that's just the way this thing goes. And sometimes you got to show up and show out. And if you're afraid to speak up, sometimes you got to roll up in a room and be a little more vocal. And I don't know if you know people like this, focus. They'll tell you, I'm insecure, but you just saw them like do this amazing feat, kind of like a scooty wop. Remember, we interviewed him and he was like, I'm really an introvert. What? But scooty never misses an opportunity to show up and show out, ever. The brother is showing out because he throws that part of, hey, I, I could just be at home eating uh, some food and watching a movie like like I'm good on that, you know. But he knows when I'm in the presence of other people and God blesses people through people, I got to be scooty wop, you know, like <laughs> I can't be stuck on. Man, I really ain't trying to be around all these people. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. I want everything God has for me. And so it's like, you know, you're going to have to get over being afraid 
And that's that's all I'm trying to say. And we have so many good examples of this. Uh, but for those of you who are wondering why God ain't doing it for you, you need to think about what am I doing? How am I showing up? Am I act, am I actively walking in faith? You know, what action did I put behind my business today? What action did I put behind that idea today? Did I even sketch it out? You know, like, did I even, you know, get the name of my business, my tax ID? Like, what are you doing? You know, you know, stop being irritated by other people getting blessed. It's like, God to do it for you, but you have to show up. You're going to have to show up. Listen, I, I appreciate you sharing that. I was thinking about passing Mike Jr.'s uh, song, uh, Impossible. Mm. And uh, if you break down the lyrics of that, um, it's just showing that, yes, he, he's very transparent about, you know, him showing up mm-hmm. and God doing the impossible. He had no idea that his music career, his mm-hmm. preaching career, you know, the everything he's doing as an entrepreneur mm-hmm. uh, was going to take off the way it took off. But he was prepared. And that's what mm-hmm. we've been talking about all this all this morning is prepare yeah. yourself to be ready to receive from what God has for you because he mm-hmm. can do God can do the impossible. The things you mm-hmm. think you talked about Scooty Wop. Scooty Wop, mm-hmm. you know, saying that he's an introvert. He doesn't like to yeah. uh talk yeah. that much. He doesn't like to be in those rooms that much. Mm-hmm. I can't tell. Oh, oh uh, since that last interview. That, no, no, I can't tell now. Seriously, since the last <laughs> interview, we gotta get him on a new interview because his TikTok videos, his YouTube videos, all this stuff up. he's been doing since then. No, all God has up. brought him out that shell and God is doing the impossible mm-hmm. in his life. You talk about that deal he signed with Sony, uh, which is huge. Mm-hmm. Let's be very yeah. clear, huge. So when when you're ready to be used, God can mm-hmm. do the impossible, but mm-hmm. you have to be ready so that mm-hmm. God can use you to That's show right. up and show out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had uh, one of my old uh, mentors. She said, uh, do it afraid. There's no rule against you being scared. Like, there ain't no rule. You know what I'm saying? If, if you walk out there and you're scared, so, but still go do what you are called to do, you know, because as soon as you start walking in that power that God has given you, walking in that gift God has given you, you totally forget where you were because it's all unto God. You know what I'm saying? So you start to honor the Lord. And, and he, he, like, you know, you've heard this story a thousand times, man. People walk off stage and they don't even remember cutting up like that because they were walking in God's power and not their own. So they're not limited to their power because we are finite individuals. Like we are weak individuals. Like it is only in God that we are strong. That is it. So it's like, why not just skip right over yourself? Put yourself to the side when it's time to show up and show out and go full God on them. Now nah, we going full God today. Yeah. Let's just get right in. Let's get right to it. Cause I'll be honest with you. The enemy is eating people's lunches left and right. Just eating a lunch. And it's sad. And, uh, y'all stop calling me. I'm not giving you no money. Like I'm tired. You know what I'm saying? I'm tired. <laughs> tired. Minute, I ain't giving you no money. I just had Who to put asked you for money. Who asked you for money? Every guys? day. Every day. <laughs> every day. Oh. No, you can't. First of all, stop saying you want to borrow money because you don't. You can't give it back because you won't go do what God asked you to go do. So I know you ain't never gonna have no money, and I already know I'm more blessed when I give. So I give it. You know, like if it's if I feel led. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm trying to say is, you, if you're if you're wondering why you're lacking, and you're not using everything God gave you, that's a problem. Mm. So it's like. It's different if you, you know, yeah, life, life could be thrown out. Here's the deal. Life ain't fair. It's going to always throw stuff at you. And it's pretty much every other week, it might start to suck, you know, like, and you got to push your way past that. You know, that's why we need God. If we didn't need God, he wouldn't even uh, uh, reveal himself to us and probably definitely wouldn't even made us. But it's like the partnership, the reason why we're here. Like there's purpose to that. So it's like, we want to continue to be a part of God's plan. We want to continue showing up as the best version of us walking in our total confidence, Hebrews 13. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. So it's like, we, we, we're not walking in fear. You know, we weren't given a spirit of fear, but that, that's what God blesses. That's what people don't get, man. These are principles you can't get away from, you know, you're not gonna be able to run from God. Like y'all can run until you die and then you're going to be there face to face. You know what I'm saying? But it's better to face your fears now and then give your fears to God. And God's just really waiting on you to give it up. 
Like, please give me your fear. I'm waiting on you. I'm ready to bless you, but you won't give me your drama. You won't give me your fear. You won't give me your insecurity. You won't give me your doubt. I'm trying to give you hope, you know, love and a future, but you, but you won't give me your other stuff. So, um, one of the scriptures, uh, we go back and forth with, you know, when my husband and I are in arguments, like a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So, if we can't come to a consensus about this thing here that we're going to walk in faith and not by sight, every other choice and decision we make is going to be wobbly. We have to, like, you got to be consistent with God in every, in every area. This isn't a, okay, God, I trust you with my kids, but I don't trust you with my finances. Okay, God, I trust you with my relationship, but I don't trust you with my business. Okay, God, I, no, no, no. You got to trust God, period. Like in every area, God, I trust you with everything. Okay. Not, I'm going to say this again, because I shared this story and it was life changing uh, when we were in Haiti. And I said, I got nervous on the bus because we had to get off the bus to cross the water. And then the bus came across the water and then we got back on the bus and we were going around a mountain. And I was like, like I said, I just got to trust you, you know, because that's what we say as Christians. We well, just got to trust God. You don't got to do anything but be black and die. That's what my grandma said. <laughs> Two things. Black and die. It's the only thing I got to do. Everything else is a choice. Everything else I get to choose. And later on, you know, I said, no, Lord, I want to trust you. And that really changed my relationship with God, where I wasn't just leaning on a, a well, because I'm Christian, I have to trust God. No, you don't. You see a whole lot of people that Christian don't trust God. But when you really change your mind and you say, no, Lord, I want to trust you with this. I want to trust you with my relationship. I want to trust you with my kids. Because here's the thing. You could be married and not want to be married. You just right. married because it's a piece of paper. I, well, we have to be married because if I, no, no, no. But it's different when you say, no, I want to marry you. I want to be married. There's a different bind binder there because you are actively putting yourself in that situation willfully. And that's what people have to do in order to show up and show out is you have to actively put yourself in that relationship with God willingly, not because your grandma or your daddy and them been in church their whole life and you just been raised Christian. No, no, no. I want to be in a relationship with the Lord in a way where I trust him with everything I have, everywhere I'm going and everything I do. And that's when you can walk in that power and fully show up and show out. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, show up and show out. Uh, we got to go to a break. We're coming back with closing thoughts. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix, your source of faith infused hip hop, R&B, and poetry. Ooh, and that's the end of a great hot show again today, Dice. I know it's been fun. We got to run, but we got some news to report before we get out of here. Our sister, Dolly McCoy, got into a little uh, confrontation or something. Somebody said something wrong, huh? Well, shout out to our sis, Darlene. We love you and we're sorry that you had, you know, a terrible time at this restaurant in Buckhead. Um, they wrote her name down as Darkie on the receipt. Um, and while she was at the restaurant, and we all know, like, they'll write your name down on things, on, on the receipt, on the cup, if you go and get the coffee, you know, whatever. Like, they, they're just trying to track you. So when it's time for your order to be ready they're going to call your name. So, um, unfortunately, uh, Darlene had placed an order and she looked at the receipt and it had Darkie on there. And so she asked the guy, Hey, did you like type this wrong or something? You know, my name is Darlene. He said, I know your name is Darlene. You know, I, I know that your name is Darlene. Don't worry about it. Basically, he just blew her off. She asked him to please spell my name right, you know, and, uh, and he refused. So she made several attempts to, um, you know, have this corrected. You know, here's the thing. Somebody told me this a long time ago. The one thing you can do for humans is at least say their name correctly or spell their name correctly. That is the only thing they own outside of anything else, you know, that you start to acquire when you get here. And it means a lot to people that you put that respect on them. So, you know, darkie is a, it's a derogatory term for those of you who don't know. And uh, it's a term that black people were called or those of brown, darker skin, like a long time ago, it's meant to be offensive. It's not meant, it's not a compliment, you know? Um, so yeah, she was totally disrespected. He didn't want to give her a refund. She just wanted to leave, you know? Um, but yeah, obviously she'll never be back. A whole lot of people will never be back. Um, and it just, it is what it is. I mean, people need to learn like to respect people. 
like just respect how a person's name is. And Darlene is isn't even like a um one of these names that we do. You know, you know how we do in the hood. We will me- we will mess a name up, spell it all. You know, we'll leave out every vowel <laughs> and expect you to be able to pronounce it. But Darlene is Darlene. It's really easy, easy to spell, easy to say. So yeah, Fox News. Shout out to Fox Five Atlanta too because they picked this up and definitely let everybody know. Got a restaurant in Buckhead who refuses to call people by their name or even spell their name correctly, even after they ask. Yeah, that's disrespectful. Yeah. We definitely uh praying for that business to uh, get their mind right. That employee that wouldn't yeah. even just come on. That's a simple correction. Come on. Easy. Retype, retype oh, the uh, thing out one time and be hey. done with it. Yeah. Ma'am, come I made a now. mistake. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's, I mean, it doesn't kill you to say sorry. Let me fix that right now. Please fix it. It's a customer. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we are here giving money to these places but uh, I have a feeling that this place is definitely going to pay for just that lack of care of customer right there so anyway Pharrell Williams come on talk about (sighs) that my goodness and if you were in the loop about the Louis Vuitton 2023 fashion show uh, part where there was a song called Joy that was sang by the Voices of Fire Choir and it's a song they had previously released Um, this is Pharrell Williams Choir the fact that they spent a good 13 minutes on a gospel song in Paris at a Louis Vuitton fashion show is mind blowing. I don't know why it's not in the news all over the world right now. Uh, to your point, focus, it's never been done. Never. And they killed the song. It's a beautiful song. And it just went so well with everything that was going on at that show. I'm, I'm, it just blessed me just watching it. I mean, besides the fact I do want that Louis Vuitton carry-on duffel <clears throat> to go along with the rest of my luggage. I love the fact that Jesus was in Paris for a Louis Vuitton show. That don't even make sense when you say it in the same sentence. So to me, God is trying to do something to earth. The seeds that were sown just by the production team getting together to do that. You know how many times they had to practice that? Like that choir is huge. You know, all those people there at the actual show hearing that music you know that's music they will never listen to ever you know i'm just saying hypothetically probably they didn't come there to hear gospel music <laughs> i mean they came for a fashion show but pharrell did whatever the lord led him to do and i just say thank you god and god bless you pharrell because i know that really touched a lot of people and i know his his choir probably felt super supported that they were able to partner with him with that big of an event that much exposure after working so hard on that song and then saying by the way we're going to have one of the largest stages in the world to perform that at like we're just going to bless God and worship God in front of I don't know how much money was out there that night but I know it was a lot of money a lot of money <laughs> money was out a there. A lot of shmoney was out there. I, I, I could only imagine what a ticket shmoney. cost to sit there and watch that, that uh, the whole uh, fashion performance. Let's be very clear. Man, it was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. And I think everybody should be playing that song. I mean, the song is lit, 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 lit. I mean, I love the hip-hop mix of it to mm-hmm. your point. I'm like, man. Man, Pharrell is just fantastic. He's definitely from another planet. He's not from here. Absolutely. He's uh, definitely shouts yeah, out to him for doing that. And that's huge. <laughs> Listen, we got to get out of here, but uh, I appreciated that uh, great convo you had with your brother, Brian Nathan. Um, uh, yeah. Super excited for everything that's coming up for him and everything mm-hmm. going on with him. Me too. Me too. I mean, he's just a good brother. Um, speaking of choirs, because that is another thing that, uh, what are the odds of this? Um, that's, that's what he does. That's what he's into. And I, I love people who love choirs. This is something we've gotten away from in the churches today. We have these praise and worship teams or praise and worship leaders, you know, just like one or two people. But I love people who are like, no, no, no. I know the atmosphere changes when more than two of us agree. Like when they're like 20 to 200 of us agreeing and we're all lifting our voice unto God. I mean, we're, I mean, we're just out here opening up the heavens you know with our voice just giving 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 up our praise and worship and our love to god so shout out to the brian nathan make sure you guys are following him on instagram twitter everywhere on youtube uh like i said he's putting out great music wonderful content and he's also um working with choirs that's what's up Mm -hmm. listen we gotta get out of here uh that's our time for today uh tap in with us tomorrow so i plan tiptoe tuesday uh, gonna be exclusive spiritual detox again for y'all and that real real 
I promise you, you want to keep it locked. Make sure you follow us on all our social media platforms at the Fix Radio Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's D A F I X X Radio Show. Uh, listen, I appreciate everybody, all the artists who have been sending us uh, music submissions. We are listening to them. We're trying to get new music constantly in rotation for you guys. So continue to send us your music. Thank you for all the love on social media. The DMs have been crazy, Dice. We can't mm. even keep up with them. Uh, thank you guys for reaching out, telling, giving us good feedback about the shows. Uh, definitely shout out to uh, everybody who's been loving the merch. Uh, they've been shouting out that CHH University Dice and, and been loving the merch, the hats and the shirts and everything. So listen, continue to support. Make yeah. sure you click that link in the Fix Radio Show's bio as well as CHH University's uh, bio mm-hmm. too as well. Uh, you can buy merch everywhere. So I make sure y'all tap in with my sis and uh, buy that merch. And uh, yes, the Fix merch is coming soon. I know y'all been go. asking. It's coming soon. It's about mm-hmm. to drop soon. So uh, just <laughs> get ready for the uh, fall edition. We're going to probably drop a fall. So I'm just letting Ooh. everybody know. Yep. Look for, you know, September for us to drop that merch for y'all. Uh, listen, we got to get out of here. We appreciate y'all. Go be great today, kings and queens. Love on people because that's what Christ would want you to do. Mm-hmm. As always, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus Christ is always the answer. Kingdom of Ansem should always be the goal. Fix is in. We out. Peace, y'all.